0: Hello, you are awesome Tokipane speakers out there. My name is Santi, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss everything regarding Tokipona. As I mentioned in previous episodes, I'm not an expert yet. I'm learning just like you, if you are learning. If you know more about it than me, that'd be awesome. Um, you can be part of the show by recording a, an audio clip of yourself speaking in Pona. whether it's something that you're reading um, in Pona, or something that you wrote or something that you translated. If you want to read it and put it in an audio file. Or anything you might want to say in an narufa, that'd be awesome. Send it my way. I'll leave my email in the show notes, and yeah, that way we can all be part of this amazing thing of community of Toki Pona speakers that we're trying to build here. So, so yeah, that'd be super awesome. Um, and today I want to talk a bit about memorization techniques. In last episode, I I mentioned briefly that that is something that I'm doing in one-on-one uh, video calls with those of you who might want to learn either memorization techniques as well as note taking systems to organize all of your ideas, to learn languages, and to organize any creative ideas that you might have. So that's something that I'm super passionate about. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about it, connecting it to learning Tokipona. So I want to, I want to explain a bit of my system, how I've been learning Tokipona, and some of the resources that are out there to learn, and what are some of the systems that you can develop for yourself to improve your Tokipona Pona. Uh, learning as well as any other languages or any anything that you're actually learning right now. So let's get into it, right? So what is my system like? Okay, so I've been learning Esperanto for, for a year, over a year, and what I've been using for that is Duolingo and Memrise. I've also been using AnkiDroid quite a lot. Um, these are three applications that you're probably familiar with. Uh, just a quick overview over them. Duolingo is a, well, it's an interactive kind of multiple choice or, you know, filling in the blanks or complete the sentence by translating uh, kind of app. I think it's quite cool, especially to, you know, keep you in the habit of learning every day. And uh, Esperanto, I managed to use Duolingo for around 200 days in a perfect streak, uh, 250 days in a perfect streak. Um, but then i realized that you know i didn't I, I didn't feel i was learning that much so yeah unfortunately unfortunately now in 2020 um toki is not available in duolingo but but yeah i mean i was thinking how you know duolingo i believe is a really good resource um sometimes it can get very monotonous and I didn't feel I was learning that much. I don't know. I don't know. That's my experience. I still think Duolingo is an amazing resource, especially to keep yourself in the habit, right? And then that takes me to the next application, which is Memrise. I believe Memrise is amazing. And yeah, just so you know, none of this none of this is sponsored by either Memrise, Duolingo or AnkiDroid. This is just my honest opinion on resources that I feel might be beneficial for you if you're learning Tokipona. Uh, yeah, Memrise is a really good resource, and TokiPona is available. It's kind of like we'll discuss AnkiDroid in a little bit, but it's kind of like AnkiDroid and steroids. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's really the combination between AnkiDroid and Duolingo. Um, yeah, Memrise is really good. is a really is a really good application to, especially if if you're someone who's very visual, you can put images in there that remind you of the word or the sound of the word that you're learning. So that's a really good advantage that Memories has. And finally, Anki Droid, which is my favorite out of these three. Um, well, Anki Droid is for Android. I think there's a version for, for Apple, I mean for iPhone, that I'm not very familiar with um, because I don't have an iPhone. Um, but yeah, I believe it's called something very similar or just Anki. I'm not sure. But if you search Anki um, memorization app or something like that, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, but yeah, Anki Droid At least the the Android version that I use is a very simple app, super good because you can really make any connections between two words or two sentences or phrases, right? So you have something like, I don't know, in in Tokipona, for instance, we have ala, which means, you know, it means no in Tokipona. And you can make connections between those two or you you can make it kind of like a flashcard, right? So you have ala in Tokipona and you flip the flashcard, it's no, right? Or we have a word like akesi, uh, which means animal, if I'm not wrong. Let me just check real quick. Yeah, yeah, it just means a big a big animal, right? Um, so something like that, you might have the flashcard and you have akesi and you might have um, on the other side animal as well as any mnemonic things, you know, reminders that you might have of, of something that, can help you connect that meaning towards what it what it's translated as in in your first language, right? English or Spanish, whatever your first language is. It's a really cool app. It's a very simple um, to use app. I think you can make it very customizable for yourself. So I think it's a good resource. But what I want to really talk about today is about the system that I'm developing, which is something that I mentioned in the last episode. Um, this is something that I love. I use the application Beam, uh, Beam yeah, sorry, I said it wrong, Vim, which is spelled V-I-M. Um, I use Linux in my computer, so I use Vim in Linux, but I am I am sure that, the, that yeah, I mean, there's actually a, a Mac Vim for Mac, and Windows also has the ability to use Vim. Uh, what is Vim? It's just a text editor. There's nothing else to it, except that it's extremely cu- customizable. It's one of the Best ways to organize anything, anything ever. I talked in last episode how I am teaching one-on-one um, through video calls how to use Vim and how to use it for a very advanced system of organization. is is a really really powerful software. Uh, the learning curve is quite quite steep because every every keyboard is a shortcut. So at first, it's like, what am I even doing in this app? But if you customize it, especially if you have someone who knows what how to use BIM, if, if someone teaches you how to use BIM, you'll be, you know, in a week, you'll understand it and you'll be able to make really advanced stuff with it. And figuring it out takes quite a while. Figuring out an advanced system for language learning took me a year. So if this is something that you're interested in, um, I'm doing one-on-one video calls as, you know, helping you set this up uh, for your language learning and for your creativity. And what I have here is really, um, well, this is kind of another topic which I'll have to cover fully, uh, but I'm doing a memory palace in here. If you've been, you know, if you know anything about memory palaces uh, or if you ever heard about it, it's, it's a really advanced way to learn and memorize things, right? I'll probably make a full episode about this because it really goes out of the scope of you know, just summing it up in, in one sentence. Um, but yeah, it's a really advanced memorization technique. If you're interested in it, just send me a message. I'll let you know more about it and how it applies to language learning, which I think is the focus of how, how we can apply this in this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's a really advanced way, advanced way to learn things. And yeah, it's all, you know, it's all in your mind, really. It's, it's all about placing particular memories, in this case, words from Tokipona, in a specific place in your mind that is connected to a room in your house or a room in anyone else's house or in any particular place, right? I'll I'll make a foot episode about that. It's just such an interesting topic. But, you know, I believe that there there must be a way in which we develop these things. And paper is one good way to do it. It's it's just that paper has, you know, like a, a lot of barriers which is like where do you put all of it like how do you organize all of it without getting overwhelming there are ways and there are ways that i've studied that are really efficient i personally like to do it in the computer but as far as i know there's no better way to organize a memory pass than in vim uh, the application that i'm using so if you're interested in that you know, ask me any questions, uh, send me a message, send me an email. I'll leave it in the show notes uh, because it's a bit complicated and I don't, want to, I don't want to bore you with technicalities without being able to show you because it's a very visual thing, right? But it's a really good way to memorize vocabulary. So that's what I'm doing for Tokipona. And and yeah, so for instance, in here I have my first table, which is, um, yeah, words starting with, with A in Tokipona. So we have A, which literally, you know, it just means exclamation, ah. <laughs> we have Ala, Ale, Akesi, Anpa, Ante, Awen. If you know some Takipana, you probably know what all of those mean. Um, just to go, you, you know, just to go quickly through them. Ah, and, and here I have like some of the mnemonic things that remind me of the meaning because I don't have the translation right here. But in just testing some of my, you know, memorization. Ah, literally the word ah just means like exclamation, like shouting, Ah, <laughs> Allah means no, Ali means kind of like all or everything, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's all, abundant, countless. <laughs> now I'm looking at the definition. Um, every, plentiful, or that's an as an adject- adjective, but as a noun is abundance, everything, life, universe. It's a beautiful word, Ali. In one of the previous dictionaries, it was also called, it was also Ali. So if you ever see Ali, it's the same as Ali. I like Ali. I like the sound of it. It's, it sounds beautiful, and it means it means everything. Literally means everything, right? Um, akesi, which means a, a huge animal. Uh, there is actually an interesting definition of this. is is an It's a huge animal, right? It's a non cute animal, which can also be a reptile, a reptile, sorry, or an amphibian. And uh, Then we have the word anpa, which means bowing down, or you know, like being humble or being dependent, even. And then ante, uh, which is an adjective and it means different, altered, uh, change, other. And we have awen, which is enduring, kept, protected, safe. So here I'm, I'm actually, I wish I could show you, of course, this is just audio and I can show you, but I have a really cool table where I have all of these words and the definitions, I have them in another in another page, which right now I just, I just you know, I wanted it to be a bit more accurate. Uh, but what I have in this table is just an image that reminds me of each one of these. Some of these are in English, some of these are in Spanish, so I don't want to confuse you, but I let me just give you an example that is... Oh, okay, this is in Spanish, I probably confuse you. Hmm. Okay, so let, let's just take the word. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, this might be offensive. But either way, because the idea is that you have mnemonics that just remind you of things, it, you know, like you don't need to be politically correct with these things. But for instance, a word in Tokipona, ala, which is just A-L-A, uh, it means no. And the image that I have or the sound that I have related to that is, you know, it's ala and God. And you know how ala, uh, ala, Allah, is another way to call God, um, you know, in, in, in different religions, they call it different things, God, Allah, but <laughs> the, the connection that I have is, uh, Allah is not God, <laughs> according to certain religions, right? Uh, but I believe they're the same. It's just a reminder. <laughs> I hope not the topic. I don't want to get too deep into religion. It's a topic I love discussing, but I don't think it's very appropriate right now. Um... Yeah, a lot of these connections are really in Spanish, so I don't want to confuse you. But but the, the crazy idea is that I use this as a memory palace. So that word is placed in a physical location within a certain room that reminds me of that concept. So in this case, it's in the window of my cousin's house. Don't don't worry if you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> just send me a message if you're more interested in this because I can explain it to you and I can make it make more sense or I can actually make a, another episode about that. So if you would like an, another episode about just the Memory Palace, I can definitely do that. But for now, that is it. I just wanted to share some of my process, some of the applications that I used to learn Tokipona. And, and yeah, just hope you enjoyed it. It was it was interesting to try to explain it without visuals because it's a very visual thing. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, I'll see you next episode. But until then, I hope you keep learning your Tokipona. I certainly will keep practicing. And and hopefully we can get to that goal, which is to make that podcast half spoken in Tokipona, half spoken in English. So that is, you know, it's good for more advanced uh, Tokipona speakers. And it's also cool for... For people who are just starting to learn it, so that they're not completely lost, you know? Uh, so, yeah, it's gonna be a, a Toki Pona ish English um, podcast eventually. But until then, I'll keep making it in English until I am more fluent with my Toki Pona. Uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next episode. <laughs> All right, bye.